Hello guys, welcome to another Run Planet episode. Um, today we're going to talk about progress and, and how do you make progress in your training and whatever that you're doing. Um, a lot of times uh, it's not an easy task to always get better. Um, obviously it always goes as when you start running it's easier to get better, 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 faster, faster. And then once you reach a certain, um, tr I wouldn't say threshold or borderline, once you reach a certain level, it gets more difficult to get better. Um, and then obviously you, you need to always seek different ways that you can uh, become better version of yourself. Because in running, we're always going against ourselves. We're not really trying to beat other people or focus so much. We're, we're just, we do need these people. We need everybody, right? You know, sometimes we see people doing crazy things, fast things, you know, social media, YouTube. Uh, everybody's doing amazing things around the world. But, you know, everybody's also putting in the work, right? So you just got to put in the work and then you got to do go do your best. And you remember, when you do your best, right, that's where the satisfaction comes from. If you cannot, you know, do what Elliot Kipchoge is doing because Elliot Kipchoge is doing his best. And he doesn't even know what his best is. All he knows is if he does his best, he gets his best result. And so it should be for ourselves to do your best. Uh, we need competition because in training is always I always say this training is a difficult part because there isn't anybody cheering you on you know you 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 are there on your own um, but I think when 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 you race uh, racing is is more about um, you know it, it's sort of like you you do have to how to put this way I guess in racing, you have to um, be your best, okay? And in training, you just have to do your best, all right? And in racing, you also have to do your best. But but in in racing, it's it's a little bit more easier because there's competition, right? So a lot of times, for some people, the competition makes them worse, and some people, the competition brings the best out of yourself. So is how you look at it. Like, for example, for me, I think I'm neutral in both. Uh, but obviously, I need competition. When I go to a race, I see other people. I get the best out of myself. You know, if I'm seeing somebody coming from behind or trying to beat me, of course, I don't want to get beat. So I'm trying to push as hard as I can so to stay ahead of that person. Whether if I was in practice, you know, if there's nobody chasing me, I'm not chasing anybody. I'm just doing controlled training so obviously in practice you should always be controlled um practice being in control practice you know feeling how you feel you know always look at like say hey you know am i going backwards am i going forward what do i need to correct in my training and that's what progress is uh there's different ways to you know to monitor progress you can monitor obviously you know just how you're feeling how you're running what your times are but obviously a good indicator is a race right it's always um 
and, and a lot of times a race is like a test okay it's like a high school remember in high school college you you do all the chapter work you do all of that and then you're given a test and then you get graded on that test so that's what racing is it's a test you know you study all the things you put all the pieces in training okay um and then you know you got your, all your quizzes your chapters and everything and then you got the big test to say hey did how well did you understand the cycle same thing in training how well did you put your training cycle and then you go to a, take a test and you get like a certain number maybe get an 87 you get a 93 you get a 100 whatever you get so and then you you analyze the test right in in real life in in, in we need to analyze our performance and, and just kind of say okay where do i go from here okay what can i improve what did i do right so progress progress always requires work i think a lot of times people just think like you know progress is like you should always get better and every like every week every month every year yes in a perfect world it never works nothing ever can be like that guys progress is weird uh, progress is strange i don't know sometimes you could you gotta go backwards sometimes you even go backwards and sometimes at times you're like wow why am i why am i going backwards and then next thing you know you're going forward again so it that's what progress is sometimes you don't see the results you're putting in the work, you're in the middle of the work, but you don't see the results. But the results come one day, you know, whether it's three months later, six months later, nine months later, one year, two years, four years, five years. I mean, it's just, you know, you don't really need. Sometimes people train for like one event for like 10 years, you know, Olympics, you know, somebody's already planning, you know, 2000, whatever, 28 Olympics. Somebody's planning 2032 Somebody's planning 2036. Somebody's planning 2040 Olympics. Imagine. Somebody's planning these things. Like, it, it takes a long time. It's not like you don't arrive somewhere just like that. You plan for a very, very long time. And you go there. And when your opportunity comes, you got to take it. You know? Um, you, you need to be very, very patient in progress. Because it's not, as I told you guys, it's, it's not... It doesn't happen as, as, as fast as we think it will happen. It happens a lot slower and it requires time, patience. So how do I track progress? Well, I, I, I look at, depending on what distance I'm training for, I track progress based on the times of the race, of course, re, uh, practice. But more importantly for, more, for me is more important race results. You know, what did this type of training lead to and what was I able to get in in, in that training and, and I think for me I think that's quite important you know just to just to be able to be um, take time in training and 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 you know look at once in a while I try to race just so that I get a idea of where I'm at and once I know that idea where I'm at then it's easier for me to to talk to my coach and design a program and you know kind of know our heart rates and we know everything what we need to do in the morning in a day when we need to go to the gym how we're recovering and of course there's always things like unexpected things that happen in training like getting sick you know 
10 days ago I got sick you know I didn't plan that in the paper I didn't put that so it was supposed to be the most highest week but you know I got sick and we didn't end up doing a workout so it's just life right you 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 don't control that so I obviously that was not ideal for me but you know there's nothing you can do about it and um I think it's important to to learn and and just go forward um I I I try to race at least you know in a different variety of races anywhere from like 3k all the way up to like 50k uh, I try to find like you know you know maybe one year I'm feeling better in this distance next year I'm feeling better in that distance primarily obviously I I was trying to do half marathon focus last few years but you know since since then I've stepped down a little bit to more marathon and ultra stuff like 50k you know concentration probably with some marathons and 50ks this year um but I do like I like the idea of changing up a bit just to see you know like sometimes you just get stale you know you, you try to go for this whole distance or whole thing you, you get sick of it you know you'll need to change and then after that you get sick of that and then you come bring it back so you got to try different things running is running right so if you're a master of running you try to find your niche and, and you try to find how good you can be at certain things so i'm definitely i'm definitely looking forward to you know seeing how this year plays out and, and i have some shorter races scheduled and i always use like half marathons in my training uh for as i go to do some races because i just think it's so so important because like it's around that threshold effort and no matter what you know it allows me to to get more comfortable being uncomfortable and that's what half marathon does so which makes my marathon um feel a lot more easier right now i'm at like 108 10 and 224 30 uh, race predictions in my fitness level uh they did go down a little bit because i got sick so i had to lose a little bit of my fitness last week uh, I do expect it to go up a little bit this week and uh, with with the race coming in on Sunday Las Vegas um, half marathon most likely uh, then I think the fitness will go up and that will be uh, one big push to get the fitness up and then and then uh, we'll see how it goes after that um, obviously I think progress is so important guys you know it's 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 what motivates us and, and having the race results uh, dictate whether your training is good that you need to switch something um for the most part honestly i've been feeling pretty good last few weeks but that sickness did derail me and took me back it's one of those things like i was starting to feel really good in shape and then i was taken down by the fitness by the sickness it's not ideal um, but I don't control that and I tried my best to get you know to heal from the I didn't force to run when I was sick um, you know I did have to take antibiotics because it was a bacterial infection strep throat I would have preferred not to take in antibiotics but you know otherwise I was gonna be out for longer 
Um, so yep, yeah, that was that. Um, that's in the past now. So I'm glad that we're finished with that with that part, and um, you know now I can start a road to recovery. I do monitor, as I told you guys before, and a lot of people ask me all the time. So I do like to focus a little bit more in today's episode. How do I, how how Coros uh, Performance Lab from the watch on a computer, you can, or even on your phone on an app, how you can uh, follow along how your base fitness is, what your load impact is, and how your fatigue is in your training, and where your threshold is, and stuff like that you really need to uh, uh, use that and um, it's it's a great tool guys especially if you use a heart rate monitor and you have like I said if you have all your numbers all you need to do is you need to know accurate max prediction you need to know exactly what that number is as I do know mine I know my wife's has been testing we actually got got our maximum numbers in both of our races. Uh, she got in a marathon, believe it or not, and I got mine in uh, 3K. Got mine at 3K. So obviously, I was able I was able to get my 185, and she got hers 201. So based on that, then we calculate our uh, heart rates, zones, and um, yeah, it's it's really ideal actually. It's really good to to know our zones so that when we go train, we we know, you know, what zone we're training in and how hard we're working and uh, obviously what energy we're burning and things like that. Um that's why that's why for me uh Coros is actually extremely predictable and accurate and a great tool because i i have inputted the correct information and and obviously if you were to put your correct information you'd be able to get really good results too like you'd be able to see exactly hey what my fatigue is can you push a little bit more this week do you need to back up uh sometimes it's a great tool to share with your coach because i always share you know with my coach he's got my core stuff so that way he knows hey you know we got to back up we can push forward uh, same thing when I coach my wife, I, I definitely look at that, you know, I look at our fatigue, I look at how, how the base fitness is, how she's adapting, if she's, you know, sometimes you can be getting, like, sometimes you can be training, but you might not be adapting, and, you know, sometimes that's, like, an issue too, you gotta pull back in training, and sometimes maybe you gotta take a couple days off here, and go easy, you got to make sure that the body is adapting to the stress that you're given. And a lot of times people just ignore the fact that, you know, you need to work hard, but you need to make sure that you're adapting from that. If you don't adapt from the training, then training is useless. Because if you're not, your body is not adapting for whatever reason, that you can't, then you can't improve. So you got to make sure that you're not overtraining. And Coros has a great uh, way of uh, monitoring whether you, it will basically say either optimize performance or overtraining. So I always try to keep my training in optimized. Optimized means you're training hard, you're doing things good at a level that you need to do to improve. The moment you start going overtraining is when you start overreaching, you start getting injured and then you know you don't have the performance um, we always try to bring the fatigue down on a race week 
So that way, if, let's say if your fatigue is 44, 45, our goal during the race week is to bring the fatigue levels down anywhere from 20 to 39. So the more you can bring it down, uh, the, the better and more fresher you will be for the race, which is which makes sense, right? So the best way to bring those fatigue levels down, guys, is just by taking a day off, by running very minimal. Um, but yeah, taking a day off will definitely start bringing the, the fatigue down. And, and that's the whole point. Well, we always want to have something like this, right? Where it's, you're not guessing. I mean, it's now like that you have all the buttons and, that you need to see, all the things that you need to know. And so it, it makes it much more predictable, the race performances, uh, the training. So it's not so much like, hey, is this person going to run? Hope for the best. Or it's more like, uh, yeah, according to you know our data, this person's going to run this. And then that person goes out and runs it. Of course, they are human. But if everything goes how it should be, and if the training says, hey, everything is good, you've gotten everything down, you go to a race, you do exactly as you, you're, you're uh, capable of in training. You don't do anything slower. You don't do anything faster. You do exactly what you're able to do. And that's how you get confidence. And that's how you improve. Uh, I used to always burn a candle on both sides back in the days, or even sometimes. I used to think that I'm faster than I actually was. Uh, I had some few workouts here and there. And then the worst thing you could do, guys, is tell yourself that you're actually faster than you are because that brings your that then that brings your progress down then you start going backwards because you start forcing fitness you start thinking you're this and you're that but you're not so very very important guys to to make sure that you really focus on you know where you are and like i said i don't know why anybody would not want to get a coros watch a heart rate monitor and have all this data in there and your training would be so much more predictable more fun more um you know easier more understandable you would be able to understand what is happening in your body whether you're training correctly or not it would allow you to achieve your peak performance and remember when i talk in these podcasts for me and for my wife and for many people that i coach it's about performance and that's why a lot of people you know ask me to coach them is not because they can't coach themselves it's because they're looking for performance and i'm there to you know to help them to get their performance uh look it's very easy just to go out and train and run but that's certainly totally different than going out and training for a certain performance and trying to achieve something you know, that's going to require a lot of work and a lot of interesting, smart methods that you need to get where you need to get. And it's not, both are not the same. You know, we can both, I can, if I don't train specifically for anything, I can just still go out and do 100 mile weeks and I'm still going to be having a good shape. But I'm looking for specific shape or looking for specific things. So when I do go to my races, I'm able to be competitive. I'm able to you know, see, see how good I'm getting. And that way I can, you know, get better and better with each race result. Um, and obviously the end of the day, I have to enjoy what I do. And, you know, me being a coach, me being an athlete myself, 
I love the the data. I love I love how um, you see a lot of times people say, well, well, they get the data, but they don't know what it means or how to apply it. You know, if you understand what data is, you know, and how to apply data to get better, then data has sense. If you just have data, but you don't know what to do with that data, then it's useless. Okay. And then there's people that just say, you know, they say, screw this. Uh, I don't need any this and this. I just want to run. And look, you, there's no right or wrong. You can go and do, but if you, like I said, if you want to be the best, and if you want to be precise, as you're seeing, people are running really fast right nowadays because, you know, I think we're now understanding that, that hey, we can, the, the limits, we can push harder than we think we can. And that's so, so important for, for, uh, for everybody. Um, anyway, guys, uh, I just talked briefly here about progress, uh, you know, and I'll be checking with you guys in every few weeks, few months in terms of maybe I'll get back to uh, progress episodes. But, uh, you know, I did buy this watch in October. So now we only got October, November, December, January. I only got, yeah, February. I got five months of data, which is a lot, but it's really quite not a lot. You know, I had my hour ring for like three years now. That's more data. Uh, so it's good to have data. It's good to have to know what is happening. And obviously, it will it it will be interesting to see like how my chorus watch adjusts when we go to altitude. How much how my fitness goes up or goes down. It will be really helpful, and hopefully, I'll be able to provide you much guys with statistics and how how it all um, helps in terms of your performance. And I think a lot of times people don't like data for a specific reason is that they it will reveal who you really are and where your fitness really is. And I think a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us, I think we, you know, including me before at some point, and now I don't have to think that way. I just accept where I'm at because my watch, because I know that the data that I, I have, I can trust that data. And it doesn't lie. It's been, you know, it's so accurate that that way I don't have to worry about you know, I know where my fitness is at and I you know that way I see every time I start doing workouts and doing something or training, I'm seeing like, hey, I'm 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 getting worse or my base fitness is going up or going, you know, so that's why I depend on a lot of that data to know, you know, hey, do we need a race? Do we need a rest week? Do we need to bring the mileage up or do we need a long run? Do we need a couple of easy runs? What do we need, you know, based on, on that statistic? So it's a great tool, guys, to have. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I'd love to talk to some other athletes that actually use this and that have used it for a longer periods of time. Obviously, I think it helps if you have a heart rate monitor because it, it's more accurate. It's hundred percent accurate. You know, it's it's it 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 gives you a running performance. It gives you. Uh, training load, seven day training load. So that way it will give you a rough recommendation if you're coming out of it, you know, coming, it's just great. And then I, 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 you can look at like your six month, your, you know, three month performance, your base levels. Base levels is basically like, uh, I would guess it's like your shape. Okay. Like the better your base are is the, like think of a stock price. So your base is basically what's the price of the stock right now? 
obviously the higher it is the better it is for you right and and when that number is higher you are going to be most likely in the best shape and understand this it always works sometimes in order for us to run our best performance remember that you always must reduce fatigue the week of the race that should be the main goal reduce fatigue without you know losing fitness much or to stay very tuned in still with with training but you gotta reduce the fitness i mean fatigue so you gotta know which way you're gonna do that you know experiment in your off weeks whether you're gonna take a day off whether you're gonna do workout reduce volume reduce workouts Whatever that you do, make sure that you, you know, you're still tuned up for the race. You feel good. I always say like this, if you really want, uh, you peak the race week is bring it, you know, keep the, the engine revved, you know, keep doing like race-based stuff, but just reduce that volume to, to let the body uh, feel a lot better. So that way you're not exhausted uh, come race day, especially if it's like your peak race of the year. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that you need, you know, the tapering is a 3% improvement. So you really definitely need to bring down the, that. And if you don't know, honestly, you know, it's best to even take, you know, a few days off on a race week or reduce the training. If you're not even don't have the watch and things like that, just make sure that you, you know, you keep some race pace stuff a little bit faster stuff, some strides. Just keep the body uh, afloat, you know, it would be like if you drink coffee all the time, if you just stopped, you would feel like miserable. So that's exactly what we don't want to do on a race day. But we got to do all these things, but without our uh, making sure that our body doesn't realize that so that the fatigue comes down a little bit so that you can have your best performance. So anyway, guys, uh, hope to be doing more of these episodes uh, explaining exactly, you know, what base fitness is and how to bring these things up and what brings your performances up and what brings them down obviously not running brings things down running good and doing workouts and training and adapting from them brings the fitness up and so it's quite simple uh but not so simple um so anyways uh, have a good day and making sure that you guys find a way to monitor your progress based you know uh, best ways to to see how your performances are every year as a runner and where you want to be, whether you're coming from, from, you know, from time off or whether you've been running for many, many years, but you haven't seen a PR. Uh, so that means you're not maybe being consistent or maybe you're being too aggressive. Um, just make sure that you find where you are and then seek different ways to improve.